Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. In this podcast, we'll be having discussions around the secrets which attract lasting, healthy, fulfilling relationships, creating a healthy mindset, and what women should know and understand about men. Introducing your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts, relationship expert, trainer, speaker, and best-selling author of The Cupid's Bow Technique. Lynn's mission is to have a positive impact in reducing divorce, domestic violence, and suicide. Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. This is your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts. Thank you so much, listeners, for tuning in. In this episode, I'm going to just summarise what I covered in the uh, earlier few episodes. Um, If you haven't had a chance to listen to those yet, I strongly advise you to do so, because what I realise when I teach and what I know to be true specifically around creating lasting, long-term relationships that are healthy, fulfilling and full of love, intimacy, peace and fulfilment is that you need to have the foundations right. I can give you plenty of tips and hints or you can read probably plenty of books on you know, how to have a quick fix around something. But if you really want long-term results, you know, if you really want that lifetime relationship that's going to feel great for the whole of the, the lifetime that you're actually in it, then it's very important that you put these foundations in place. It's a bit like building a property. If you want that property to last hundreds of years, then those foundations have got to be strong. So what I cover in the early episodes are things that are crucial for for creating that strong foundation that leads into healthy, long-term, lasting results. So let me just summarise really what was covered in the early episodes. Um, Just very briefly, um, you'll you'll probably have picked up by now that my main philosophy is around teaching um, around masculine and feminine energy and the polarisation and how that works within intimate relationships. Because what I know and what I've learned is that we all have that masculine and feminine energy, except that usually within... Uh, opposite sex relationships, the more dominant energy is usually the same as your gender. It's not always the case, but usually your more dominant energy is the same as your gender. So if you're in an opposite sex relationship, in other words, a heterosexual relationship, and you're a woman that's attracted to men, then your more dominant um, energy will usually be the feminine energy. And that's something we don't get taught and it's something that we're not usually aware of. But it's crucial to know about this in the context of intimate relationships because it's actually the polarisation of the masculine and feminine energy which is crucial for creating attraction, it's crucial for creating passion and it's crucial for creating that lifetime of deep love and fulfillment in a healthy relationship. So how can I best demonstrate what I mean um, to get this point across a bit more um, succinctly? What I want you to imagine is that you're looking at a heart rate monitor and on that heart rate monitor you can see the zigzag pulse 
of the heartbeat reflected in the up and down zigzag on that screen. Now, if you imagine the top of the screen has got a horizontal line that represents the masculine energy, and on the bottom of the screen is another horizontal line that represents the feminine energy, you can see by the zigzag hitting those lines from bouncing from top to bottom in that zigzag fashion, that that pulse is showing that that relationship is really alive. You know, the, the, the zigzag is shooting up to hit the masculine energy line and then pulsing back down to hit the feminine energy line. And the more um, polarized those horizontal lines are, the bigger the pulse. So the more alive the relationship. Now, if you start bringing those lines in towards the center of that heart rate screen or monitor, in other words, if you bring the masculine horizontal line down from the top towards the middle, and you start bringing the feminine horizontal line up towards the middle, you'll notice the pulse getting smaller and smaller that's represented in that zigzag of how alive that relationship is. And if you keep compressing, you know, until almost the energies are hitting each other in the middle of the of the the screen, you'll notice that, you know, the pulse gets smaller and smaller, and that represents you know that the the energy is very very similar until you get to a point where it's almost flatlining and you might as well say that that relationship is dead now i hope that gives you a bit more of a visual idea of what i'm talking about because what i'm concerned about these days is that we're all being educated around um i suppose being more and more gender neutral and whilst yeah, <laughs> you know, that I understand there's a case for um, wanting to be compassionate around those people that have got some gen gender confusion around who they are and what they are. The answer isn't to, you know, educate us all to be all confused. <laughs> um, you know, it's important to realise that men and women are different. You know, men aren't hairy versions of women. Um, they think differently, they behave differently, they speak differently. And there's a reason why there's men and women and that we're not just all one asexual being that reproduces itself. You know, otherwise there wouldn't be the need for having two different genders or two different sexes. You know, there is a reason why that's the case. And I suppose on the back of being educated around equality, what we've been um, taught is to um, be more and more gender neutral. And this is having a very negative effect on relationships because, you know, equality wasn't meant to represent gender neutrality. What it was meant to represent was equal opportunities. And obviously we all support that. We all want to have equal opportunities, whether that's around employment or pay, you know, or opportunity in, in any sort of um, situation in life. We want to make sure that we're, you know, fair to, to all and everybody, which is only right. You know, I'm fully supportive of that. But in the name of equality, I think what's been 
misrepresented and, and misunderstood is that we're going down this path of trying to educate us all to be now more gender neutral, which is having a massively negative impact on relationships because we're not the same as men. And this is what I'm educating people around. You know, um, it's about understanding, you know, that men and women are different and embracing our differences because it's the polarization of the masculine and feminine, which is what, as I said before, creates that intimacy and attraction and aliveness in a relationship. So um, I hope now that you're getting a better idea of what my philosophy is and why it's important to understand what's going on in our intimate relationships so that we can, uh, I suppose, understand why things go wrong, you know, and why there's confusion and why it's not always appropriate to, um, I suppose, still be in masculine energy when we're behind closed doors with our partner. I'm not saying it's wrong to use our masculine energy, by the way. Uh, you know, as women, we have got masculine energy for a reason, as, a, as do men have the feminine energy. And the reason that we do have the masculine energy as well as the feminine energy is because the masculine energy just can be very useful. You know, if we're in a dangerous or fearful situation, then we need that masculine energy to help keep us safe and protect us. We also need the masculine energy sometimes, you know, in our work environment. If we need to be more assertive, if we need to be doing and more action focused, then that all comes from, you know, a place of being in our masculine energy. And the same for men, you know, they have got feminine energy for a reason, you know, because sometimes they do need to be in touch with being more compassionate and nurturing in their environmental situations. So there is a reason why we've got both masculine and feminine energy, but it's knowing when to use it and when it's appropriate for each of those um, situations. And what I'm saying in the in, in the context of relationships is it's very important that we realise that you know, behind closed doors, for the, for the most part, we need to um, literally uh, take off our mask of masculinity, if, if that's the energy we've been using you know, in our workplace or in, in other situations outside of our intimate relationship and slip back and be true to who we really are, you know, our authentic feminine selves and allow him to be the man in the relationship. So um, what I also referred to in early episodes was getting clear on your vision. And again, this is all part and parcel of setting up that foundation for long-term success. So if you haven't listened to the earlier episodes, uh, again, I'm advising you to go and listen to those so you do any exercise that I've refer- exercises that I've referred to in, in previous episodes. And it's very important within that um, that you look at the episode that covers self-love as well because, again, this can all have a negative impact going forward to what you attract or what you create in your intimate relationship. Quite often, we're a reflection of what we think about ourselves. We don't even realise how horrible we can be in terms of our own self-talk about ourselves. 
So what I realised in the past, you know, I've had phases where I've been very critical. You know, I've had low self-esteem. I've had um, self-talk around not being deserved of a great relationship, not being enough, um, not being worthy of love. And if you're aware that you've got those sorts of conversations going on in your head, then that in itself is going to make you realise that what you're attracting is a partner probably that's going to that's going to be a reflection of those conversations. So in other words, if you are feeling unworthy and undeserving, you're you'll attract a partner or be in a relationship where that is what's showing up for you in terms of the partner. You know, he he will be somebody that will not be a healthy partner for you, but somebody who you've attracted on the back of your own self-talk about your own self-worth. It's going to reinforce those things that you've been saying about yourself. So it's quite important, again, to go back, listen to the episodes around self-love, you know, learn how to love yourself and affirm for yourself that you are worthy and deserving and that you are enough to have a healthy, fulfilling relationship going forward. Um, within that, there is um, also some previous exercises that I've covered around your well-being to make sure that you are taking responsibility for looking after your own happiness and health. Because again, on the back of that, that's all going to build confidence, self-esteem, self-worth. And if you're in a great place where you can look yourself in the mirror and think, my God, I really love that woman who I'm staring at in the mirror. And regardless of what size or shape you are or what you look like, you can genuinely have a laugh even and say, what, what was I thinking previously about not loving this beautiful, lovely woman? You know, it's, it's all about that internal work that needs to be done. It's nothing that anybody can give you external to yourself. You don't need external validation. If you're looking for external validation and feedback, then nothing's going to change. This work needs to be done internally. And to create healthy, fulfilling relationships going forward, then you need to recognize where you are being very de depreciating of yourself and become a whole lot more aware of your own self-talk and how that's contributing to what you've got showing up in your relationships or, or non-relationships, depending on where you're currently at. So the main thing I wanted to talk about in this particular episode will be moving on to, do you have any BS going on? And what I mean by BS is belief sabotage. Now, beliefs don't, you know, they don't have to be true, right or real, but they do need to be positive and aligned with your vision. The relationships that you've experienced previously or currently have helped create your beliefs about your relationships. So let's look at what beliefs you have about men or relationships. And if they're not positive and aligned with your vision, then it's time to change them by creating new thoughts and new affirmations instead. For example, you might have a, an old negative belief or a current negative belief 
such as um, men don't like powerful and or successful women. Now, this is a very disempowering belief and it's not aligned with your vision. So we need to make sure we change that. And a good new empowering belief to take on board would be something along the lines of great men love powerful, successful women. And I know how to attract and inspire the great man I want. So let's let's break this down into a little bit more detail because again, I want you to do a little bit of an exercise in this episode of the podcast and stop the audio if you need to, to do this exercise. I'll have a go at it later on uh, and list any negative beliefs that you don't think are serving you in terms of what you've previously held on to that might have contributed to you either having had poor relationships in the past or currently having a poor relationship right now. Because if you have a a negative disempowering belief, such as, what was it I just previously said, um, men don't like powerful and or successful women, then what's going to happen is you're going to have a negative expectation around that belief. And that unconsciously will involve you then um, engaging in self-defeating behaviour And then you're more likely then to have a poor outcome. So all this becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Whereas if you change that and you take on board a more positive belief, such as great men love powerful, successful women, and you know how to attract and inspire the great man that you want, then you'll have the opposite. You'll have the more self-motivating behavior around that belief. And therefore you can expect a great outcome on the on the back of that, you know, as a self-fulfilling prophecy. So what beliefs have you got that aren't serving you and what beliefs could you replace them with that will serve you going forward that um, are going to be more aligned with your vision, which is hopefully work that you've done from listening to the previous episodes. And one of the other things around beliefs that I think is quite important to discuss is how to, I suppose, make a new empowering belief stronger. Because obviously, if you've previously held the, a negative belief, such as men don't like powerful or successful women for a long time, then, you know, it's going to feel quite awkward to suddenly think to yourself, well, if I'm going to change that to something like great men love powerful and successful women, that might not feel comfortable to start with or or genuine. You might think you're just trying to kid yourself. So what we want to do is, is I suppose, again, if I can get to visualize a table and have this great new positive, powerful belief on the table. So imagine a tabletop. The, the great new positive belief is something like great men love powerful and successful women. What I want you to think about then is is giving that table some legs. So, you know, what thoughts, affirmations or previous experiences could support that tabletop? So we want to give it some sort of reference legs. And the more reference legs, in other words, the more proof that you can give that belief to enforce for you in your own mind that that belief is true for you going forward, 
the more stable that belief is going to get and the more stronger it's going to feel until you get to a point where, you know, that belief is rock solid, it's concrete, it's congruent, and it's an absolute conviction for you now. So let's think about, you know, um, putting some great reference legs underneath that tabletop belief of the example I gave, great men love powerful, successful women, and think of some reasons why that would hold true for you going forward and create lots of strong legs to support it. And the, the more you um, adopt that attitude, the more reference legs you'll be able to think of to support that belief. Now, <clears throat> what you can do at the same time to get rid of any negative beliefs that are not serving you is do the opposite to that. So if you have got the negative belief, again, if we're going to use the um, belief example I said before, that men don't like powerful or successful women, then what you can do is put that belief on the tabletop and then we're going to do the opposite now. And then any reference legs that you've got that support that belief that you've got in place that gives you that idea, well, these are the reasons why I believe that, and we're going to question those reasons. So any reasons you've got currently that are supporting that as a belief that's not serving you, we're going to keep questioning why that should be true for you going forward until we get rid of all those reference legs. And then that belief falls over, legs fall over and the tabletop falls over and that belief is gone. So... If we want to create new empowering beliefs, it's a case of giving yourself reasons why that belief is true to support it. If you want to get rid of old negative beliefs that aren't supporting you, question those reference legs, you know, and those reasons as to why you believe it to be true and keep questioning and keep questioning until you've got no references or reasons to believe that belief to be true for you anymore going forward. So I hope that's given you a few tips, you know, regarding um, more awareness around what's going on for you in your own minds as to why you might have previously had not very healthy or unfulfilling relationships or why you might have currently got yourself in a, in a bit of a, a rut in your current relationship, you know, because we're not really taught to be more aware of what's going on, on in our minds and, you know, that that is where the journey is won and lost. Nothing external can make things better. It's all about the inner work. And so, as I said before, I really want to encourage you to do these exercises because this is what is going to create strong foundations for you going forward and give you really good long term results. Okay, so I think that's all I'm going to cover in this particular episode. I trust you've uh, gained some useful insights around the um, subject of beliefs for today. So I'll wrap it up for now and look forward to speaking to you next time. So always remember, true love starts with opening our hearts. Until next time, bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Hearts Entwined podcast. You can follow Lynn via the Facebook group 
Two Hearts Entwined. Or search Lynn Smith, inspirational speaker at LinkedIn, or email lynn at hearts-entwined.com. That's L-Y-N at hearts-entwined.com. Remember, true love starts with opening our hearts.